Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This chair is way too high. I'm a low rider. Not me, man. I like the chair as high as it'll go. I like to have that view over top of everyone. I like to view the world from a high horse, as it were. Yeah. You are sort of looking down upon me. Yeah. But what else is new? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. We were just talking backstage a few minutes ago that uh, there's a new Fast and Furious movie coming out. It's oh. the 10th movie in the Fast and Furious storied franchise. Oh, yeah. And if you miss one of them, I'm sure the others don't make sense. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I I think I've seen the first one. I saw the first one in the theater. I thought it was like, I just thought it was big, dumb fun in the best possible way. Like it was just, I checked out for 90 minutes, had a good time. I never walked out of the theater going, you know what that needs? A sequel or nine sequels. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think they're done after this either. I think there's no. still more to come. No, they're and, huge. You know, it's fine. I have no interest in seeing it. Uh, even if it's free, I probably won't see it. Really? Probably not. Um, I find them to be getting a little bit ridiculous. I just see clips of them here or there. I was telling you, there was a thread on Twitter recently asking people, when did the Fast and Furious movies jump the shark for you? And people were posting clips, and I couldn't believe they were real. And it included one, apparently this was in Fast and Furious 9, when at one point they're in a car in space. How did they get the car to space? That I don't know. Hmm. That's probably where you need the backstory. That's probably where you need to see Fast and Furious 1 through 8 before that makes sense. Well, I just saw the preview, the trailer for the new one, And I thought it was pretty outrageous where they drove a car down the Hoover Dam. Like they drove it straight down the Hoover Dam. But apparently they've been to space too. So it makes sense that they could drive on the dam. Yeah. And when I told you, oh, apparently there was a scene in space, you said, oh, is that a direct-to-video? Yeah. I looked it up. Uh, No, it was Fast and Furious 9, which made three quarters of a billion dollars. Holy crap. And when you hear that and you see the kinds of things that they're putting in these movies— I lose faith. I lose faith in humanity as a whole. My biggest concern about the Fast and Furious franchise, and hear me out on this one because I'm a man of science, but when you have that many car fanatics, like all the people who go to the Fast and Furious movies, these are people who just love their cars. And typically those cars have spoilers on the back, big spoilers. Do you ever wonder if that many cars gather in one parking lot with spoilers on the back? that the earth might develop a speed wobble from I, from the wind sort of like from the you know the air being deflected that's why i assume the polar ice caps are melting it's because too many cars with spoilers are gathering in one spot at the same time yeah it's not because we're throwing too much garbage out it's the fast and furious franchise mm-hmm. that's destroying the environment yeah and yeah. our brains man wow it's rotting us from the inside and outside uh, one of the other favorite things I saw in this thread on Twitter was a scene, The Rock was in it, and he, he, it was time to get down to business. Mm-hmm. He had some 
bad guy stuff to do. I don't know if he's a bad guy or a good guy, uh, but he had business to do. And he had a broken arm in this scene. It was in a cast, yeah. but he didn't have time for a cast. So you know what he did? Cut it off with a small saw. He flexed his muscles until the cast burst <laughs> and disintegrated off of his arm. Oh. And then he got down to business. Wow. What a flex that would be. Like a literal flex and a flex. If anyone could do it, it's The Rock. Yeah. He God. can't be stopped. Uh, so for those reasons, amongst others, I probably won't see the new one. I do remember in, in junior high, I think I was in grade nine, we had a language arts teacher who partway through the year had to just, she left. I don't know where she went. Why? Did you phone her and find out if she was okay? I did not. Oh. Uh, I had a surprising lack of concern. Wow. Which in retrospect makes me a monster. Uh, but they brought in like a, a, a new young teacher to fill out the rest of the year. And this she had to be fresh out of university. So she's probably like in her early 20s, which for a grade nine student, my mind was melting. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I didn't know teachers were allowed to be that young. And then I found out that she had a car that was in Fast and Furious. <laughs> like it was just a background car, not one that Vin Diesel drove. Really? It's just like a background car. Her car was an extra in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. Well, And so you mix that with the fact she was like 22 and you're like, oh my God. I love her. Is she the hottest woman of all time? <laughs> Do you know what kind of car it was? No, no oh. clue whatsoever. But uh, that was my loose connection to wow. Fast and Furious. Now I'm worried about the teacher that had to go on leave. We should look her up. I want to make yeah. sure she's okay. I feel like I should have uh, had more concern at the time. Yeah. But when you see the new... 22-year-old with a Fast and Furious car. You forget anything else exists. Yeah, true. My best friends could have disappeared, and I wouldn't have noticed. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone. Forever. You know who the uh, official oil change sponsor of The Fast and Furious is? I do. Actually, I'm not allowed to say that. Lube City. Well, if anyone could do it. I know. You know what? You're right. If anybody could work on any one of those cars, it'd be Lube City. If you have a car in space, which apparently can happen. A space car? Lube City. They probably have a location on the moon or something. If you need the reliability and the horsepower of a car that can drive down and then back up the Hoover Dam again, Lube City. Yeah, they can make sure your engine's working just fine. Are we overpromising? Yes. Okay. Well, they do have 27 locations here in Alberta. You can find the one nearest you at lubecity.ca. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Fancy talking words. Everybody's got a fancy talking word. I think it's important. It's important uh, to eat healthy, mm -hmm. to keep yourself clean, and to have a couple words in your back pocket that you can break out in conversation. If you feel the conversation slipping away from you. Yeah. Uh, and you're no longer understanding what's going on, just slip in the word... Omnipotent. Cacophony. Cacophony is a fine word. And people will be like, oh my God. Does Bryce have a PhD? Did you go to university? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. Phlebotomist. Ooh, that's a good word. Ooh, phlebotomist. Is that, uh... That's... What a person that, that um, takes your blood. Oh. I think that's 
Oh, I think that's what that is. Phlebotomist. Oh, for some reason I was like, is that the person that like removes a chunk of your brain? But that's lobotomy, not e- phlebotomy. Okay. Yeah, phlebotomy is an entirely different thing, Bryce. Okay. Good thing w- you don't work in a hospital. We'd be screwed. I was barking up the wrong tree. Somebody said that that's their favorite fancy word. That's a good one. Uh, Jana, my PhD word is vernacular. Mm. It sounds smart. I also used the phrase jibber-jabbering with my grade 12s yesterday. They thought it was hilarious. <laughs> dilly-dally is also a solid one. That is a good one, dilly-dally. You don't want to dilly-dally? Uh, oh, on another topic altogether, I was out for a walk yesterday afternoon, and I'm just taking the Shoelace Express down Ellerslie Road, mm-hmm. and I had my headphones in, so I didn't really hear it till it was right beside me, but this big white pickup truck, lifted pickup truck just went roaring by me and normally i wouldn't notice but this thing like it was a nice truck it was very it had very very shiny white paint big tires big rims it was spotless but it had four huge canadian flags on poles flying from each corner of the uh, the box and in the rear window of the truck the biggest f trudeau decal that i've ever seen in my life and, oh. and I was just thinking to myself as it went as it went by, I'm like, you know he's in town today, right? What if he sees that? And I don't care which side of the political fence you land on, but I'm just walking along thinking, do politicians ever get their feelings hurt? Like if if they rolled up behind that thing and they're like, oh, Maybe I do suck, you know? Or is that what makes them politicians, you, the inability to have their feelings hurt? Yeah. First of all, I'm sure he was doing that because... Oh, do Trudeau, you think? Yeah. <laughs> I have a strong feeling he knew Trudeau was in town, and that was the welcome wagon. Uh, um, I'm sure they do get their feelings hurt. How could you not? You must. How could you not? And I don't care either way. I mean, you can... Be, but like I said, be on whatever side of the political fence you want to be on. But I don't know, like if I rolled up behind that, I think I'd probably just, I'd probably quit. I know that I'm not built for that kind of office. No, neither am I. If it were me and I roll into town and that's all I see are cars with F Bryce on the back. Bryce sucks. When all the wildfires are coming in and they're like, ah, we need help. I'd be like, hmm. What kind of sticker do you you have on your car? Yeah. Let me see your car sticker. I saw your stickers. They weren't very nice. Yeah. Huh. That hurt me. It cut me the core. And that's when you start dilly-dallying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, wow. I still think it would be funny if we found out one day. Oh, my maybe God. Maybe he leaves office. Yeah. He's no longer prime minister, and it comes out that he was the one selling all those stickers, and everyone <laughs> who bought those stickers was just lining his pockets the whole time. Can you imagine? God! Uh, that was going to be our April Fool's Day joke this year. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, April Fool's Day's on a Saturday? Oh, too bad. We should have saved that. Oh, how amazing would that be? Uh, I don't think that's the case, but... No. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. This person says, About a hundred years ago when I was doing my undergraduate degree, my roommate and I used to do a dictionary drop where we would randomly open the page and drop our finger down on a word. The challenge was to use that random word as many times as possible in the paper without the prof noticing its overuse. I thought it was funny then, and now I just realized how epically nerdy it was. Yeah, were you working on your PhD in nerd? Uh, This person, my 12-year-old likes to drop curmudgeon into sentences. The first time was in reference to Daryl Sutter. 
that's the perfect use of the word curmudgeon, though, isn't it? Somebody else, my papa always told me and my sister we were very discombobulated. We had no idea what that meant or even how to pronounce it until years later. We are now both in our 40s and we will laugh when we hear that word. Discombobulated. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Uh, I just read, Bryce, this um, headline backstage and you scoffed. I thought it was a pretty solid Flex! Flex! Florida teen survives after getting bit by shark by punching it in the face. <laughs> yeah. This 13-year-old girl, she's just swimming around, you know, paddling about in the ocean. All of a sudden, chomp, pow, and the thing took off. Maybe I'm just being cynical, but I don't believe for a second that she punched the shark. No? No. I think people, like, they get attacked by a shark and they say, the only reason I'm still here is because I punched it in the face. Are you saying it's more like a flailing action? I'm saying the shark took a chomp and then swam away, and then she's just telling everyone that she punched it. Mm. Okay. You know? And I feel that's not just her. I feel that probably happens a lot. I punched the shark. No, you didn't. Ooh, no, you didn't. I don't believe it, man. Did I tell you my. uh, I got a new flex. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Let me run the. uh, Hang on a second here. Flex! Um. I drove my my wife got a new car back at I don't know Christmas time, maybe early in the new year. I can't remember. Okay. And I know you're not supposed to talk about this in this province, but um, it's a hybrid. It runs on a battery and it runs on gas. It's the best of both worlds. And, but it's got a really small fuel tank on it, like forty liters. And I drove it to Saskatoon on Friday, and I thought to myself when I left the city, I'm like. I'm going to do this on one tank. I'm going to see if I can get all the way there. 526 kilometers, one tank again. And I did it, Bryce. I did it. Wow. Yeah. Wow, if you had taken your truck, I don't even think you would have gotten out of the city before you (laughs) needed gas again. Uh, I'm like the Chuck Yeager of uh, hybrid driving. And of course, like I said, I was alone. I'm not going to endanger my loved ones on an epic journey like that one that I undertook on Friday. That was a solo mission. Because of the imminent danger and risk. Uh, I've told this story now to several people and nobody, including you, seems to be all that impressed, Bryce. Uh, How much was left? Like, were you on fumes? An eighth of a tank. Oh, so you're never really in that much danger. The fuel light was on. Like, it was like, hey, pal, you better get some fuel. But I'm like, no, coast it in. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh... Okay, whatever. It's impressive. Yeah, sure, whatever. It's a flex. Flex! Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the intro's over the top? That's a pretty good way to save some money, though. I uh-huh. will say that. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Everybody's got a flex. Some are better than others. Um, this person, this is from Stacy. My flex, I only spent $200 on groceries in January. Wow. My friend and I challenged ourselves to see how far we could stretch our money We were allowed to use stuff we already had, but the $200 was for stuff like fruit, milk, eggs, etc. I did a ton of meal prep every Sunday afternoon. Came in under budget at the end of the month. Hmm. That's not a bad flex. I mean, you were probably eating spam for most of January, but you pulled it off. (laughs) What were you eating, Stacey? I need to know. Like, for $200, is that pretty good? But when they also say you you were allowed to use the stuff you already had... So, like on December 31st, did you go stock your pantry? 
Hmm. Yeah. Like, that's what I would like to know. Yeah, maybe there was a loophole there. Yeah, because $200, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, because I feel like I bought a loaf of bread, a box of cereal, and some milk yesterday, and that was $90. <laughs> Timely and topical. <laughs> grocery prices, am I right? <laughs> I walked to the grocery store last night. God, this is boring, isn't it? Talking about how much you spend on... I bought five bananas, four apples, and two navel oranges, and it was $13. Does that seem like a lot of money for that? Oh, that seems totally reasonable and fair. Totally reasonable. Super good. I'm starting to feel like now we live in a part of the world where, remember 10 or 15 years ago, you'd hear those news stories in the Northwest Territories, a liter of milk is $9 and you'd be like, what? Now I feel like we all live in $9 milk world. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. So to go a whole month, only 200 bucks? That's actually pretty good. That is a flex. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Let's talk about your flex. What is your flex? This one right here, I went all winter with no furnace or hot water. What? It's a combo unit, and it went down in November. I had issues finding the part at first, but then I just became determined to make it through the whole winter. I do have a wood stove, a pellet stove, and a space heater in the utility room to keep the pipes from freezing. Kept a big pot of water on the wood stove at all times for dishes and sponge baths two to three times a week. Felt great, honestly. I can't get behind that one. You lost me. You lost me immediately. Especially when you're going through that just for the experience, for the ride. Here's another... Yeah, for the... I don't know. Like, were you doing... Do you have a YouTube channel? Like, were you at least sharing this on social media? Your life hacks for living without heat and hot water here in the frozen tundra? I couldn't do it. I'm too dainty. No. Here comes another... My flex is that I can parallel park my 40-foot school bus in front of my house with less than one foot to spare in front and behind. Ooh, that is impressive. That's a slow clap right there. That is impressive. Uh, Give me a minute here. This one, I'm texting back and forth with this person. I don't know if I smell BS or not, but they did some some surgery on themselves at home. Hmm put some implants in in certain spots and then sewed themselves back up again i can't did you see that sit one here no okay well no. I, i'll we'll share that one in just a few minutes here it sounds like an all-around bad idea i'm trying to get clarification on a couple of things here i thought going through the winter without hot water and heat was a bad idea yeah. but self implant surgery might be worse what about the person who went more than three years without getting an oil change checking their or checking their oil is that a flex? I don't think so. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you got away with it. Uh. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. What's your flex? Flex! There's so many of these coming in. Uh, I acted with Nathan Fillion before he was an actor. This was in Macbeth in English 30. Well, that is definitely a Flex! Uh, Somebody else says, this is from Trevor. I put 70 kilometers on my bicycle this weekend. I was feeling very athletic. And this one, I mentioned this a few minutes ago. I've just been texting back and forth with the person. Because they said, my flex is, I cut open my finger on my right hand 
and the back of my left hand and I implanted magnets in them. Nobody believes me until I pull a magnet out of my pocket and show it sticking to my hands. So I wrote back and I'm like, what, seriously? And they replied, I S you not. I wrote back again. I'm like, you inserted magnets and then stitched yourself back up. And they said, yes, sir. I can send you pictures if you can stomach it, Gabe. Uh, Gabe, I'm good. I'll take your word for it. But then Gabe insisted on sending pictures, but Gabe did not send like the surgery pictures. Gabe just sent a picture of a bottle cap stuck to the side of their hand. Like there's a magnet inside. Gabe, what is the... Is this just like a party trick or do you actually... Like, do you work? Are you a mechanic or something and use it to hold screws? What's with the magnets in your hand? And are other people doing surgery on themselves at home? Like, I don't think that's a great idea. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.